And welcome back to the baseball grounds of Jacksonville, where tonight the Bloxy Shuckers and a comeback bid earn a 5-3 win against the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Roger Hoover here with you at the Press Box. Right now, let's go down to the Bloxy Dugout. Standing by with our player of the game is Jacob Lovelace. Corey, thanks for joining us. In the eighth inning, you had a big at-bat, uh, two-run double to go ahead and take the lead. Kind of take me through that at-bat. You got down with two strikes, but was able to come back, put a good swing on the ball. Uh, yeah, you know, I, two tough pitches to start off the at-bat, but um, I'm just trying to put the ball in play there and see um, see if I can get something done. I know that Trent's at third, and he has speed, and I have speed, so uh, I'm just trying to put the ball in play and see see if I can get something, make something happen. This season's your first season in the AA level, and you were just named a Southern League All-Star. How cool is it to see your success being rewarded? It's a lot of fun. You know, you work hard in the offseason, and I work even harder in the season, and it's good to see it finally paying off. And there was a trade in the offseason that sent over Monte Harrison, Isan Diaz, that you played with in the minors um, in the previous seasons. It's got to be pretty fun to see them come into town. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, those me and Monte are really close friends, and we've been close friends as we play together and we remain close friends and I'm glad to see they're in a better position um, and closer to the big leagues and you know I'm praying for them just as I want them to get to the big leagues just as I want to get to the big leagues. And the last thing being a playoff race trying to clinch a playoff spot you guys really seem to be grooving right now what's working for you guys? Uh, I think we're just picking each other up you know it's a fun team to play on it's a lot of talent and we don't press. You know, if somebody doesn't get the job done, we know that the, the guy behind us is going to do the job. Corey, thanks for joining us, and congrats on the win. Thank you. Back to you, Roger. Thank you, Jacob Lovelace. Thank you as well to Corey Ray of the Bloxy Shuckers for joining us from their dugouts. Well, tonight's a win for the Biloxi Shuckers, and Corey Ray would play a big role in this victory for Biloxi. But we take a look back at this ball game. The Jumbo Shrimp and the Shuckers both had a early morning arrival to Jacksonville. The Shuckers arrived at 5 a.m. Jumbo Shrimp arrived at 8 a.m. from the long bus ride from Birmingham, Alabama. But after some rest, it was back to the ballpark. And we even had 30 more minutes to get ready for this ball game. We did have some heavy rains on the the downtown area and the first coast that caused a 30-minute delay of this ball game. So the Jumbo Shrimp and the Shuckers did not get underway until actually a 33-minute delay. But once we got underway, it was solid pitching to begin the ball game. Cody Poteet and Thomas Jenkins both exchanged one, two, three first innings, and then Poteet even got in some trouble in the second inning, but was able to wiggle his way out of it, forcing Jenkins, the pitcher, to fly out to right field to strand the bases loaded. As the Shuckers did not score there or in the third inning when they also mounted a threat and once again stranded the bases loaded going up against Cody Poteet. In the bottom of the fourth inning, the Jumbo Shrimp were the first team that broke through in this ball game. Isan Diaz led off the inning with a single. Next up to the plate, Peter O'Brien looking to do something he had already done in the previous two games against the Barons. Now he wanted to bring his home run power home to Jacksonville. O'Brien unloads deep to left field. This one is gone and there's no doubt Peter O'Brien, now three hits in the Southern League this year, all have been home runs. This one puts the Jumbo Shrimp in the lead over the Shuckers, 2-0 in the bottom of the fourth. Marco Lanave on the call as the home run by O'Brien made it a 2-0 game. And again, he is homered now in three straight games for the Jumbo Shrimp. It's going to be very tough for Randy Reddy to take O'Brien out of Jacksonville's lineup for tomorrow night's game. Jacksonville did not add any more runs in the fourth inning. In the fifth inning, Mason Davis got aboard with a single. A wild pitch took him to second base. And then 
Reach it with then. It was a bunt single by Cody Poteet that put him in scoring position. Poteet early doing a nice job with that bunt single for the Jumbo Shrimp, even though he would be done with five scoreless innings on the mound, stayed in to bat for himself. That was a good thing because it set up next run of the ball game thanks to Cade Gata, who brought in a run with a Fielder's choice, but he was out at second base, and scoring on the play was Mason Davis. Jacksonville held a 3-0 lead through five innings, and even after that, Harrison had a single. Isan Diaz drew an intentional walk, so the bases were loaded with only one gone. You had the feeling Jacksonville had a chance for more, but then it was O'Brien next up to the plate. He popped out to the catcher in foul ground, and then the Shuckers went to the bullpen, went for a lefty-against-lefty matchup. That was won by Quentin Torres-Costa. He struck out in lefty-batting Eric Gigailo. That ended the inning and also gave the Shuckers some really good momentum because the Jumbo Shrimp were not able to break it open. It just remained a 3-0 ball game, and then when the top of the sixth inning began. It was Miami Marlins right-hander Brett Graves on the mound as he continues his rehab assignment from the left oblique strain that he suffered in spring training in the majors for the Marlins. He gave up a leadoff single to Lucas Urseg, and then the next batter to the plate made it a one-run ball game. One swing of the bat changed everything courtesy of Jake Hager. Now the 0-1. Breaking ball swing, and Hager sends a high, deep drive to left. This is well back and gone. Just under the base of the scoreboard beyond left field, a two-run homer by Biloxi's Jake Hager makes it a one-run contest. It's now 3-2. Jumbo Shrimp still lead the Shuckers in the top of the sixth inning. So 3-2 as Hager got the Shuckers on the board, and Biloxi would later load the bases in that inning, and then there was a big strikeouts for Fred Graves to retire Hira, the Milwaukee Brewers' number one prospect, Keston Hira, struck out swinging to strand the bases loaded, and Jacksonville maintained a 3-2 lead. Out stayed that way through the seventh inning as Graves got the first out in the seventh, and then Jeff Kinley had back-to-back strikeouts to end the seventh inning. He remained on the mound for the eighth inning. He gave up a single to Trent Grisham to begin the inning, a double by Heineman put both men in scoring position, and then Clint Coulter came to the plate, serving as a pinch hitter. He struck out, so that was a big first out for Kinley. Then the next man to the plate was Corey Ray, and he would put the Shuckers in front for good. 3-2. Swinging a line drive down the right field line, a fair ball. It's in for a hit for Corey Ray. Grisham scores, Heineman scores, Ray into second base before the ball gets back to the infield. It's a two-run double for Corey Ray. His first hit of the night gives the Shuckers their first lead. Here in the top of the eighth inning, it's Biloxi 4 and Jacksonville 3. So a big performance there for Corey Ray with a two-run double to put the Shuckers in front, and then Jacksonville had a pitching change, but Ray was still hanging out at second base. He's a dangerous base runner, and he showed why, as he alone really brought in the final run of the night. Ready to righty first pitch. Ray takes off. Pitches outside for a ball. Throw to third. Shales missed it. It went off Ray, and it rolls all the way to right in front of the Jumbo Shrimp dugout, and Ray scores without a play. Ray with a stolen base and an error on top of that allows Ray to score from second on the same play. And now the Shuckers lead it 5-3. So 5-3 at that point as Corey Ray, the stolen base E2, made it a 5-3 score. Shuckers would not add in the eighth. And then the Jumbo Shrimp against the Biloxi bullpen could not get much going. Norwood had a pinch. Norwood, his first time at the plate, had a single in the eighth inning and then in the ninth. Jacksonville was going up against the All-Star and the Southern League saves leader, Nate Greep. He got the first two batters, Davis and then Anthony Seymour. All that was standing was Luis Pintor at the plate, with Jacksonville trying to extend this game. 
The right-hander kicks and deals. Swing and a miss, strike three, and this ball game is over. The Biloxi Shuckers storm back in a game they really needed to win after a pair of losses in their last series. They now start this series against the Jumbo Shrimp with a 5-3 win in Jacksonville. Big win for the Biloxi Shuckers, and I mentioned it late in the ninth inning. This is just the type of game that a playoff team wins. And again, the big moments were just keeping it at a 3-0 score. That may seem like a small thing at the time, but that really gave the Shuckers a boost. And then the home run got them a run closer, and they were able to take advantage of opportunities later on in the eighth inning as well. And then the bullpen that has been so strong for them all season long with Nate Greep, Finish the job as well as Biloxi picks up the 5-3 win tonight. Now with the win, the Shuckers are 36-25, still the best record in the Southern League. Jacksonville drops to 25-34, and and now the Jumbo Shrimp have lost two straight. Taking a look at the final box score, Jacksonville, or excuse me, for first for Biloxi, five runs, 11 hits for the Shuckers, one error. Biloxi left 12 men on base, Shuckers 2 for 12, batting with runners in scoring position. Then for the Jumbo Shrimp, three runs, seven hits, one error. The Shrimp left seven men on base, and Jacksonville was also 2 for 8, batting with runners in scoring position. The winning pitcher after all of this was Coons. He improves to 2-2 two two on the year. Brad Coons had two scoreless innings. The save by Greep, his Southern League best, 21st of the year. The blown save by Jeff Kinley. He also takes his first loss of the year. He is now 3-1. Time of the ball game, 3 hours and 4 minutes. That was after a 33-minute rain delay at the start. Great crowd on hand on this Friday. You just heard the fireworks close out on the Snapa Auto Care Family Fireworks Night. 6,403 fans here at the baseball grounds this evening. So we are underway in the first series of this 10-game homestand. The Jumbo Shrimp again falling tonight 5-3, but fear not. It's more baseball tomorrow, and we will have a great night at the ballpark. The first 2,000 fans through the gates will receive a Jumbo Shrimp beach towel, courtesy of 121 Financial and High Regency Jacksonville. It's also 90s night, so make sure you wear all your 90s gear tomorrow. The Jumbo Shrimp will be wearing faux-back uniforms for tomorrow night's game, and also we have fireworks coming up after the game tomorrow. To get tickets, call 358-2846 or go online to jackshrimp.com. The Shuckers are in town playing the Jumbo Shrimp through Tuesday afternoon's ball game, and then it's the Jackson Generals coming to town for Wednesday through Father's Day Sunday baseball. So we've got a lot coming up during this homestand to get tickets. All you have to do is call 358-2846 or go online to jackshrimp.com. Like I say, a big thank you to our friends at the Flame Broiler for providing today's front office and press box meal. If you're looking for a meal that's fresh, fast, and affordable, then check out the Flame Broiler. The Flame Broiler serves up teriyaki-flavored rice bowls where you create your own bowl. You can choose your steamed brown or white rice, add veggies if you wish, and then top it off with Angus beef, natural chicken, or organic tofu. One taste and you'll be hooked. Fast, simple, healthy, the Flame Broiler. Visit us in San Marco, Tapestry Park, and Butler Point Plaza, and Oakleaf Plantation. Big thanks to... Flame Broiler for providing today's front office and press box meal. Big thanks as well to our friends, the Biloxi Shuckers, for their helping getting prepared for this ball game, especially their head of broadcasting and media relations, Garrett Green. Thanks as well to our crew upstairs here at the baseball grounds at Jacksonville. The public address announcer, John Leard. Our official scorer, Jason Iliopoulos. Congratulations to the longtime Capitals fan. Birdbrain, as we know, call him, Jason Iliopoulos, as his Capitals have won the Stanley Cup. 
Also, great job done by Creative Services Manager Brian DeLetri. He'll have a lot of cool things in store tomorrow for 90s night on the video board. He manages our video board here at the baseball grounds. And also all the camera shots you see on the video board, as well as on our online stream on MILB.TV, our courtesy of David Sheldorf and his select media crew. Our radio crew, a fine job as always, especially our producer back at our studios, Jeannie Verderisi, for doing such great work this evening. Also, our reporter, Jacob Lovelace, you just heard from him, and we will hear from Marco Lanave coming up in a moment with our post-game show, Shrimp Wrap, a great job done by Marco as well. And Shrimp Wrap is up next here on the Jumbo Shrimp Network, presented by Community First. For everybody with the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp and the Jumbo Shrimp Network, this is Roger Hoover saying thank you for listening to Jumbo Shrimp Baseball as part of your Friday night. Get a final score in the first game of this homestand, the Biloxi Shuckers, a comeback win 5-3 to three over the Jumbo Shrimp. Until tomorrow night, have a safe rest of your Friday. So long, everyone.